This is Jesus, the Patterned Son, an introduction to Sonship Doctrine. Great news, you are invited into a deeper relationship with the Lord. Welcome. This is Jesus, the Patterned Son, attempt to give you Sonship Doctrine that is faithful and fulsome, or in other words, a go at it that's biblical and orderly. Hello, everybody. I'm going to tell you the best news ever. This is the first episode of Jesus the Patterned Son. I'm going to tell you the best news ever. You are invited to be a son of God. It's even greater than being saved. It's even greater than being born again. What? Yes, well, being saved means being rescued, and that's great news. And being born again is even better because it means you have a new life. Not just that you were delivered from hell, but you have a new life. But even better news is that you can be saved to the uttermost. Now, I'm all for people getting converted, saved, and being born again. Make no mistake. But I'm here to tell you that you do not have to remain a little child forever. Well, we will always be God's children, and we can always relate to Daddy, but even better, we can grow up. Now, in the natural, I'm all grown up, and I take care of family property, and I give gifts to my grandchildren, but I still call my natural father Dad, and maybe even Daddy, you know, you could do that in the South. So there's no disrespectment there, no lack of intimacy, so get that straight. So please let me dwell on this point just a little more because this is so important and it has been forgotten sometimes sonship starts with the fatherhood of God we start interacting with the father God as little children and we can grow into interacting as lover and we can grow into being daughters and sons in the business but God remains awesome loving God God never gets ignored, done away with, forgotten. No. So we relate to God as Father. Sonship starts with God's fatherhood. Okay? Let's not forget. So no, it would be entirely wrong to teach that we are going to all of a sudden become God. Oh, that's the wrong. That's the I will ascend. But it's also wrong to stay babies because we're a perfect family God's family is a perfect family and so therefore the children grow we don't see the kid in its mother's milk we grow all right so unlike some doctrines where we stay in sin no we don't have to remain in sin or in immaturity God is faithful to forgive and cleanse and I want to tell you about the great promise of even more. More is that we are invited to become sons of God like Jesus is. Now, it sounds blasphemous, and it could be. So let us take a look at Scripture, and let's get it right. Let, it, let us get into the whole counsel of God and not just part. We will see that there are ways to get it 
exactly wrong. And there is a fine line between the sonship doctrine and the I will ascend doctrine. So, no, we are not so proud that we're going to forget our gratitude to God. We're not so strong that we depend upon our own works instead of the finished work of Jesus, the Christ, the unique Son of God. And we are not so stupid as to forget the primary witness of the Bible, okay? So let's inquire into the promises. So, there is such a thing as becoming sons of God. Now, I'm going to tell you how I heard it when I was a youngster. So I'm not the first person who's ever gone out and preached such a thing. But I am going to try to tell you fulsomely, logically, organized, in an organized fashion, biblically and within the historic Orthodox faith, not something heretical or false. And I am not going to trap you in pride and then connect you to myself with a tractor beam and you find yourself in some completely different destination than you had signed up for. So when I was young, I heard it preached from John 1, the Gospel of John, chapter 1 and verse 12. And he gave them power to become sons of God, which sounds good, but actually that's he gave them authority to become technon of God, <laughs> children of God, children and not but your sons. So what I'm saying here is that this was the preeminent scripture on which I was taught sonship doctrine. However, I'm going to admit to you, since I know how to read Greek, that that's not what it says. It's an awesome passage and I have gone into it at length on another audio track and maybe we can share that later or maybe in a uh, a course of some sort where we have a little more time. Anyway, back to the scriptures. And then from John 14, we will do even greater things than Jesus. Okay, like what? <laughs> Similarly, let me go into that scripture with you in depth at another time. This is John 14th chapter and the 12th verse. And Jesus was not ashamed to call them brothers from Hebrews second chapter, particularly verses 9 through 12. So God wishes to bring many sons to glory and we're co-heirs with Christ. Yes, okay. And as I edit this, I can hardly help from unpacking all this awesome, awesome Greek that has not been preached. But right now, let's just stay with the flow of the big picture. And then most centrally, those very mysterious verses in Romans 8 that talk about the manifestation of the sons of God and the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. And so there it's uncovered in a way because it's clearly huios, but it it doesn't, it's not fully unpacked there. So let's define what we're talking about. So in Greek, there are a number of words that could be used to be translated children or sons. So there's napios, those little babies who need nappies, right? Diapers, all right? So those are the babies of God. Then there's paideon, children in training. We would call them moppets or elementary school age children. And then there's technon, which 
we might translate as youth, you know, the teenagers of God. And then there's huios, huios. And when it talks about Jesus being a son of God, it uses huios. Now, huios could be translated as just flat son, like a foal or a colt, or it means son. But when it's used about Jesus, it is always huios, a mature son. And when it talks about the adoption of the sons of God, that's huios because we're talking about a Roman kind of adoption that when the aristocratic father, for instance, a senator, wants to dignify his son who is now grown and is going to be able to handle the family estate in the stead of the father, he adopts him. So it's not an adoption like in our culture. So some orphan is brought into the family as a baby, but rather the Roman adoption where then the father hands over the business to his son. So that adoption word has the wheels in it. So here's our definition. We're talking about being a son of God like Jesus is. That's the only pattern we have. And it's been called, sonship doctrine has been called, the term has been used, Jesus the pattern son. And I believe it was probably Bill Britton that first used that. Jesus, the pattern son. And if we get away from the pattern, then we're doing something else. Okay? So if we're going to be a son of God, we've got to be like Jesus. Otherwise, we're off in the wobble yonder of nonsense. Okay? So that's the definition, to be like Jesus. And we should make clear what the goal is. Again, to be like Jesus. And what was Jesus like? Manifested love. Oh, So, we may not know what love is in our society. We are so foolish often to all kinds of perverted and sentimental and silly things. But Jesus, but we can read the history of Jesus, who's well recorded in history. I mean, we've got four or five independent sources. We know that Jesus walked around. We know what he said. We know what he did. We've got corroboration. So, to be like Jesus. And it's summed up in Acts 10.38 by Luke. Jesus went about doing good, healing, casting out devils, and releasing those who are oppressed by Satan. So this is Jesus. Okay? He reflected. He was the exact representation of God who we know is love. Okay? So The goal of human life is to be like Jesus. It's not simply to get to heaven. It's not simply to arrive at immortality because that's already promised in being born again. But what is it that we should strive for? Good works, surely, to build on the foundation that we're given. Yes, and what would be the best way of doing that? To be like Jesus, yes. So, we've defined it. We we will prove that we see in the Bible mature sons, the term we us used in relation to other humans, not just Jesus. That will be in an upcoming episode. And we'll make clear what the goal is, is to be like Jesus. We'll expand on that. And then we should also make clear what the method is. 
And if the goal is love, the method is also love. And what kind of love? Beholding him. So we are transformed from glory to glory as we look at him. Specifically, 2 Corinthians 3 and 8, 4 and 6, and Romans 12, 1 and 2. And yes, you may have thought about this. 1 John 3. Beloved, now we are the sons of God. That's technon. Now we are technon, the youth of God. And it does not yet appear what we shall be. But when he appears, we shall be like him. So it looks like we're looking at him. So the kind of love that transforms us is looking at the Father. This says the sons of God, Romans 8, are led by the Spirit of God. And so therefore that must be part of the method that we would, unless it's goal. But my guess is that the method and the goal are very much the same. So we will be led by the Spirit of God. And therefore I would say it's the worst kind of perversion to take spirit-led life away from someone. Okay, so is it going to be love? Yes. Is it going to be faith? Yes. Is it going to be service? Yes, because we will love others. We will see Jesus in the least of these, yes? But love is the greatest, and the goal and the method we will do our best to unpack. So to be invited into being a son of God is an invitation to radical maturity. But if we jump into our own works to do, to be mature, we've gotten off track. And we know this. And we are going to be like Jesus. Does that mean we'll walk around teaching and doing miracles? Well, yes, probably so. I don't know how it's possible to do otherwise. But it says that healing is the children's bread. So that is not the end all be all. That health and healing is part of the story, yes, but even at a younger age. So transforming glory to glory, that's loving and listening. And worship and service is part of love. Okay, and that that pertains even to technon. But to perfect that must be huios. To be perfect is to love. And wow, I have a scripture for that. Matthew 5 and verse 48. Be perfect, even as your heavenly Father is perfect. And it doesn't matter if you translate perfect as to mature. Be mature as your heavenly Father is mature. Well, how would that be? Well, the context talks about loving those who are your enemies. If you love the just and the unjust, as God makes his rain fall upon everyone. So, there we have it. The goal and the method is clear. To be mature is to be like Jesus and to follow Holy Spirit just as Jesus did, of course. <coughs> and we will finish the way we began. So let's not get off track or out of the flow, but rather finish the way we started. Well, don't forget about the Bible witnessed method, namely Jesus. How silly it would be to attempt to go about and establish our own righteousness, substituting the stupidity of the new 
for the ancient word of God. Because when there is a promise, there is a command, and when there is a command, there is a promise. But there are always counterfeits. There are Ishmael's. So we want to be firmly rooted in Jesus, the Christ, the unique Son of God. We have no righteousness without him, and we have no pattern without him. And any greater work we do is because we are rooted and abide in him and his finished work. So how can we get so off track? Well, there is a substitute. There is a substitute, and I will ascend for the sonship doctrine. There is a substituting of me or my gang for Jesus. And self-love doesn't make up for God-love. And the gang makes for oppression and worship of men rather than the Jesus kind of love who laid his life down, emptied himself for others. And yes, dominion is about governance, but governance is modeled in him who is the prince of peace. The government is on his shoulder, and he is he is the God whom all should worship because he's the one we want to worship. He's the king we want because we want a king like that who is for us and for our good. He is Kephal and not Archon. He is source and not ruler over. It is a cultivation of the wonder of the other through the selflessness of the former. It is like a farmer who tends the earth and gives it the best so it can bring forth the best. It's laying down the life, and what a life. So this is what love and truth look like. We have one trajectory. And Galatians is a warning to us that we not be bewitched, but that we finish the way we started. And how do we start? Well, okay. What is the summary of the gospel? The best one I know is Ephesians 2, 8, 9, and 10. We start with the grace of God appropriated through our faith, which ushers into good works. This is the way we started, and this is the way we'll finish. Another good summary of the gospel is in Romans 10. We believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead, and we confess this. This is how we start. This is how we'll finish. So, yes, Jesus wants to bring many sons to glory. Yes, perfection is in loving. Yes, you were invited to this. And so come with me through a study of the Bible and we will unpack what is there in terms of humans being mature sons. We'll do a study with the seven mentions of wheels in the New Testament. I don't know why I've never heard this, but I found seven. And we'll talk about, we'll unpack the very doctrine of salvation. We'll talk about how this doctrine of perfection arose on the earth and how it is intricately rooted and connected. The, the basic doctrine of salvation 
with the doctrine of perfection and how sonship will be ushered forth as we are rooted connected and let the spirit flow through us we follow the spirit we abide in the vine okay so i hope this clears up things for you you're certainly welcome to write me or to email me listen for the outro so it's great news that we can be saved to the uttermost. Great news that God will complete the work that he started. Great news is that we can grow up and growing up be like Jesus. It's great news that there's a clear method, rational, biblical, spiritual. It's better news that there's not bondage and death and hateful, but liberty and life and love all in a pattern of grace and faith. And yes, we'll issue into good works, but most importantly, about Jesus. God wants to save you to the uttermost. Jesus is Lord. He is risen. is the lover of your soul and is the judge of all. Thank you so much. And may the Lord bless you. Please give us a like wherever you are listening to us so that others might find us. And please share directly with those who might be interested. You are invited to write us at sister at jesuspatternson.org. Sister at jesuspatternson.org. And of course, you are welcome to come to our website at jesuspatternson.org. May the Lord bless you.